Hi, and welcome to Radio Tent House, a new platform merging art and radio. Tent House is an artist-run space in Oslo, and we're happy to have been invited by our neighbours, InterFM, to create a platform for artists to produce and talk about their work on the radio. Radio Tent House is open to artists from across different disciplines and backgrounds, and features original artworks made for radio alongside debate, discussion and music. We are broadcasting every Tuesday from 8 to 11pm on 105.8 FM across Oslo and online via interfm.no. For more information about our programme, please visit InterFM's website or email us at radio at tenthouse.no. The first project presented on Radio Tenthouse is Sonic Sonography by Oslo-based artist Rachel Dagnall. Sonic Sonography is a series of 12 radio broadcasts about the experience of incarceration. The project aims to showcase artistic expressions about prison, surveillance and imposed mental and physical demarcation and illustrate how these experiences distort or change our interpretation of space and our surroundings. This week's broadcast is the third in the series and was made in Mexico City, where Rachel was in solitary confinement due to the outbreak of the corona pandemic. The recordings include a resonance concert made on the roof of the apartment block where Rachel was staying, with the audience watching from the surrounding buildings. We'll be exploring these artworks with Rachel and guests here on Radio Tenthouse in the coming weeks, but for now, we hope you enjoy the programme.
Thank you. 
was literally like dominoes. And once one started, they all just went, they went, they went. And I know that this is just about the theatre industry, this is about lots of different industries, but I really think what we need now is, is some clarity and some sense of knowing what's going to happen. Tamara, what are you, I mean, what are you doing at the moment? What are you doing to keep busy, to keep people that, you know, work for you, work with you, to reassure them? What, what's going on at the moment? So, as if from yesterday, we followed the latest advice of the government and we decided to prepare the building to lockdown. So, our workers, our dancers, don't have any more access to keep training or keep fit or to their health providers. They don't have access to the physiotherapists. They don't have access to any of those things that are necessary for them to be able to carry their job. So, I'm actually teaching class every day at 11 a.m. and it's open, free, online through the YouTube and Instagram channels of English National Ballet. And anybody can join us just to try and keep people motivated to get up every morning and train every day because it's not as simple as one day the theatres will be open and we'll be able to put the show the next day. We will have to invest again in all the productions. We'll have to rehearse for weeks before. We'll have to do all the technical preparations as well as the physical ones. So again, it goes back to, to having some clarity. Paul, are you going to be able to survive as a theatre? In short, I don't know. I mean, I'm lucky in that I have resources and people around me and I've got the support. But, you know, A, we have to deal with the here and now in terms of what's happening with cancelling shows and trying to finish off paying people that have already been with us. But then B, how you rev back up and get the theatre to a point where it's operational again. It's such a long journey to get us back to where we left off about a month ago. And I don't think any of us could imagine when we first heard about this the repercussions of what exactly it was going to mean for all of us in different ways. Can I just ask you both finally, I mean, we could talk about this for a long time, but I just wanted to finish by sort of asking you on a more philosophical level about, especially given the sort of pressures that people are going to come under in the next few weeks as, as all this really sinks in, why people need to hold on to culture, hold on to arts. tomorrow, perhaps if you go first. Arts, culture, singing, music, dancing has been part of humanity since the beginning of time. It is the way we communicate our emotions. It's the way that we actually recognized each other's culture and recognize each other's origins. It is so important for human beings and has always been in times of crisis and in times of war, the one thing that kept sanity and kept civilization and kept dignity of humanity together. So it's going to be essential during these weeks where people are in isolation, where they are frightful, where they are alone, where things can get really scary. They are going to need to keep singing and dancing and connecting with each other and and hopeful. We bring hope too. Paul, how are, how are creative people, performers, how are they going to find an outlet during this time? I think what I've seen a lot of performers doing is doing what tomorrow's doing, which is to try to live stream, which is to try and find those archival recordings of shows that have happened and get them out there. And I think it's really, really hard. And I even find myself trying to self-motivate and just with my housemates trying to stay, you know, positive for them and myself. And we have a duty to our own and to everyone's 
mental health and I think this is where you know the value of arts and performers really really kicks in and the irony is they can't do their job because they haven't got the money to be able to do their job but this is where we're going to rely on them more than ever because we need to escape and we need to watch people in a different scenario to our own currently you know it's I've deliberately stopped turning the news on and tried to find some of those old MGM musicals because that's my outlet and that's my way of just trying to keep myself upbeat but I think um, you know the arts uh, the wider arts is is going to be more important than ever and certainly when all this is over we're going to need the arts more than ever Paul Taylor Mills of the Turbine Theatre and Tamara Rojo uh, ballerina and artistic director of the English National Ballet that's just about it for this edition of the programme President Trump's just started speaking in the White House just reminding Americans at the beginning of the need to keep on washing hands, social distancing and so on. Uh, more here on the BBC in the hours to come from me and the rest of the team. Bye-bye.
cuadrito, un mandala. Mira, los puedes, los puedes ver más cerquita. Cada uno es distinto.
was for the water, for Tlaloc, and the one on the south, it was for Huitzilopochtli, the sun. Y entonces este templo doble estaba dedicado al agua y al fuego. El del lado norte era dedicado a Tlaloc, al dios de las tormentas, de la lluvia, y el del lado sur a Huitzilopochtli, el, un hombre que se le daba al sol.
The first project presented on Radio Tent House is Sonic Sonography by Oslo-based artist Rachel Dagnall. Sonic Sonography is a series of 12 radio broadcasts about the experience of incarceration composed by former inmates in Oslo, Beirut, Syria, the Mojave Desert, Berlin and Barcelona. We'll be exploring this artwork with Rachel and guests here on Radio Tent House over the coming weeks. Thanks for listening.